before we start this week's episode of Bad Gamers Anonymous, we wanted to say a very special thank you to my personal friend and friend of the show, Joa, from the Cantina Cast. We want to thank him for his last five years of great Star Wars podcasting. This week, sadly, Joa announced that he was retiring from podcasting, at least on a weekly basis. Thank you again for the last five years for being one of the biggest supporters of Bad Gamers Anonymous. And we want you to know that there's always an open chair and a hot mic for you here in the BGA studios. Thanks again, Joa. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast for bad gamers that's made by bad gamers. We cover the latest in gaming news, game reviews, upcoming releases, and a look at retro titles that made gaming what it is today. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Crowley, and Bad Gamer Garrick. Remember, get good scrubs. Yes, get good indeed. It is another installment of the weekly podcast known as Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and joining me as he does every week, he is the peanut butter to my jelly. He is the chocolate chip in my cookies. He is the brown sugar in my oatmeal. It's Garrick. Why am I the brown sugar? Why can't I be, you know, the organic crystallized natural sugar? Hey, man, I'm just trying to be inclusive and diverse, and I, I don't know. That's all I got. Pretty sure it's called... No, never mind. I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. There, There's Garrick's Christmas present to all of you. He didn't go there. Uh, are you ready for Christmas to be over, Garrick? I mean, about, by the Dude, time people are listening no. to this, it's going to be probably Christmas Day or thereabouts. So. Uh, so ready for it to be over. I cannot wait for Christmas to die until next year. Right. I don't I don't I don't want it to die until next year, but I, I am ready for it to be over. Spent the majority of today just getting ready for the weekend. My wife's birthday is the day before Christmas Eve, which is always a fun time for those of you who have birthdays around this this time of year. I feel for you because it just it's it feels like you kind of get lost in the background. So I always try to do something special. Uh, and I, I guess that 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 means I'm getting up early tomorrow making French toast. That's a good idea. I should do that myself. What? Get up early and make French toast or just do it for yeah. your wife on her birthday? Just no. Well, both. Okay. both. okay. Well, there you go. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. Everywhere else, it's Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, you can follow myself at Bad Gamer Crowley. Garrick at Garrick DR. Uh, you can also see him on Twitch from time to time. Just search for Garrick DR. Uh, email us at badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you want to tell us what you think? You don't uh, like emails for whatever reason? Then call us at area code 319-804-9205. Want to play games with us on the PlayStation? It's Crowley76 and Garrick DR. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Although, it just just a heads up, I don't know if anyone's actually tried to friend me, but if you do, just, just let me know like that you heard of me from this because I get a lot of just random friend invites. And if there's no message saying, hey, I heard you on the on the podcast, let's play together, then I'm just going to ignore you. I want friends, so you don't have to tell me uh, where you heard me, but you can you can just say, hey, bad gamer Crowley, I know you suck. And I'll be like, cool. You know yeah. who I am. I will friend you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, apparently, uh, if you listened to the show last week, we had uh, Joe, Mustang Joe. 
302 PlayStation uh, on the show. And he ran into some friends of his. He was he, he went drinking with a, uh, a friend of his uh, husband and he said, hey, were you on a podcast last week? <laughs> He's nice. Like, right. So I don't know who that friend is, but thanks for listening. I, thanks, friend. Right. He's like, that's the closest I think I'll ever come to, to uh, you know, an encounter with fame. <laughs> like well, that's trust me that ain't fame <laughs> joe, joe deserves it joe does deserve it we however do not because we are bad gamers <laughs> yeah uh so this week we're not like i said last week we're not gonna have game of the month we're not gonna do any of that jazz what we are gonna do is we're going to do what the video game awards did but we're gonna do it better why because we're not the video game awards and also we don't have ads and we're not gonna have some <laughs> crazy indie developer flip off the camera and say f the oscars good times that is good time. unless you're gonna do it are you gonna flip well off? i'll flip off the cameras but no one will see it all right perfect i'm i'm okay with that uh, right so we're gonna have a top 10 list uh we're also going to give out our switch award we're gonna give out uh the uh, loot box award uh we're going to give out our final fantasy 13 award we're gonna give out our no man's sky award and then we'll have our best actor award along with the top 10 for this year, 2017. A year in review. You know, I kind of wish that there weren't royalties because I would have, you know, like Boys to Men, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye playing right now in the background. I Just, don't know how that song goes, but I can sing it. <sighs> I can sing. I, I believe I can sing up to five seconds. Go. Let me hear it. What's the song called again? It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. Come on. Seriously? It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. That's not bad, but that's not how it goes. Uh, but again, not bad for a white guy trying to sound like four black guys uh, in harmony. God, they sound so good. They really do, and they're old now, just like I am. Uh, Still need to sing. Let's start with the best mobile game of 2017, also known as the Bad Gamers Anonymous Switch Award. Which, I mean, technically the Switch is a mobile platform, so... It is a mobile game! Uh, so, you know what? Uh, in, in that uh, in, in that vein, in, I will let you begin with the, with the Bad Gamer Anonymous Switch Award. Fair enough. Just like the Video Game Awards of 2017, I award Best Mobile Slash the Switch Award to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. There you go. That is, that is uh, Garrick's... Uh, Switch Award, that is his best mobile game in 2017. Is I definitely played a lot of it on the go. Breath of the Wild. I love it. I was going to piss some people off, and I'm okay with that. Uh, mine, Whatever. well, I, I guess I should have started by saying we're going to have it, we're, like we're giving out our own awards, like individuals. Like, that's Gary. Yeah, so this, this is not Bad Gamers Anonymous as like as a group. We each have our own, because we're special snowflakes. We are special snowflakes, and we, we everybody gets an award. Yeah, especially the Switch, which is the worst console of 2017. Uh, and yet one of the best selling. <laughs> I know, it makes me so sad. I weep for this country just because of that. No other reason, just that. Uh, my mine is Star Wars uh, Force Arena. I think uh, as far as mobile games go, uh, it's a PvP platform, uh, and it, it's very very good. If especially if you're a Star Wars fan, I enjoy it. Uh, you know, uh, the the there's another Star Wars game, Galaxy of Heroes, which is pretty good. Um, and that 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 was a contender as well. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Words with Friends too. They made a second one. Yeah, apparently it needed a sequel. Well, I don't understand why. That's why it didn't make the list. Because they I, sell better. Apparently, sequels sell better. <laughs> I don't even understand. It's uh, a free game, right? Yeah. All right. 
This is the, uh, let's just move on. Because I, I got nothing else. Uh, best ongoing game of 2017, also known as the Loot Box Award. Uh, the reason we named it that, uh, and we did this uh, together, uh, we came up with these names, and I'll give Garrick most of the credit because I have, don't have a creative bone in my body. He's like, hey, how, what if we name it this? I'm like, that's perfect. That's, uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 it's games as a service, and I don't like that term. I don't like the act. I don't, I don't yeah. like the concept behind it. Games is not a service. A game is a game. Let me play the game. I don't want you to yeah. service the game unless you're servicing me during the game. Um, well, yeah. I, I, pay for that. <laughs> I think $15 monthly subscription. Yes, please. Done and done. With this game, you get a happy ending every time you play it. Yes. Dude, am I going to edit this out? I don't no. know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, best ongoing game of 2017. The Loot Box Award for Crowley goes to Final Fantasy 15. Look. This was this was a good year for Final Fantasy 15. Like at at the beginning of the year, one of the, the first shows that was our game of the month, and we even though it came out in I think it came out last year, didn't it? Twenty yeah, it came out. I think it was like December first. Yeah. So I mean, I almost put this as one of my top ten games for this year just because it came out so late last year, but I decided not to because I was already giving it the loot box award. Uh, it, it, the multiplayer came out. They had individual episodes, which I thought most of the individual episodes were really good. You got, I haven't played any of them. They they fill in uh, some of the story gaps and give you some backstory for each one for Ignis and for for uh, the other Gladius Prompto and Prompto. Gladius. Yeah, yeah, Gladius. Yeah. yeah. So it gives you the background for those guys uh, and the multiplayer. Plus, they had events. Like they had, they had, uh, they had the, uh, the Chocobo uh, Festival. They had the Chocobo Festival at the beginning of the year, but they also had the Assassin's Creed event. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, I always like it when, you know, Ubisoft and, and, and Square can get along. It's always nice to I, see. I mean, it's like, it just reminds me of, of the right and the left in this country. We need to come together, hold hands, yeah. and have bipartisanship. An, yes. And have, and have a, an Assassin's Creed event. It's it's always fun to see, like not even just that, but like whenever Sony congratulates Xbox on having their their Xbox One X launch come out, or any kind of con- like rival companies congratulating each other, it's, it's really good to see. It is really good to see, and and I think there should be more of that. So I, I you know, I, I think that that's why I gave it this. Plus, the VR fishing game came out. Now, I, look, honestly, I didn't play, pay thirty dollars for it, and I don't know that I would ever pay thirty dollars for any fishing game ever, even in VR. And even if it's attached to the Final Fantasy title, uh, however, I mean they're still putting con- they're still pumping content out for this thing. Yeah. So you know more than more than a year later they still have plans. So you know good on them, and this is why they get my loot box award. I if the VR fishing was uh, Ocean of the Deep, something of the deep, Mon- fish of the deep, Mon- monsters, monsters of the deep. Of the deep. Yes, um, if it goes at least fifty percent off sale, it's it's an immediate buy for me. Yeah, but would you play it? Like uh, initially. <laughs> Play it for ten minutes and you'd put it. Yeah, probably. Okay, probably. As long as we're all on the same page there. Uh, and you didn't. Did you have one? No, I don't have any kind of best ongoing game. I mean, Overwatch. I know it's popular. I've never played it. Um, Division is still going strong. I got out of it last year. Um, Destiny even had more content coming out this year on the uh, onset of Destiny Two coming out, and I didn't hop back into it. So. I, I don't give anybody any awards because I hate them. <laughs> you hate awards, you hate everybody, I, or you hate games as a service? Yes. Perfect. As long as <laughs> that's a good answer, I suppose. <laughs> uh, the worst game of the year that we... AKA? Huh? AKA? 
aka the Final Fantasy 13 Award. Because good lord, was that game bad? Yeah, I know, but this we could have named this the Nintendo the 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 Superman 64 Award. We could have named this uh, the ET Award. Like, there's so many other games that we could have called out for being bad. Even those hold a special place in people's hearts for being so bad. People still bring them up to this day, but. Final Fantasy 13, not only was it just disappointing, bad, but it's so mediocre that most people don't even think about it anymore. And that's, in a way, worse. Yeah, yeah I suppose that's true. It is so bad, it has gone into obscurity. Until today, where we have brought it up for being one of the worst <laughs> games of all time. So much so that yep. we have named the, the worst game of 2017. Now, this, I think, uh, we're both in agreement, but for different reasons. Uh, so go ahead and, and talk about what you have uh, given this award to. So, full disclosure, I reviewed this game for a games website, and I was provided the code by uh, PR. Um, but Acorn Tactics for the Switch is the worst game I've ever played, probably in the past few years, not just this one. It's so bad. You had me at Switch. <laughs> it, it tries to be an XCOM light, and it just fails xcom miserably. i didn't think was a good game why would you try to do xcom it's light so good no oh, it's great there's one other game that's made an xcom clone this this year and it had raving reviews and it's not on my top 10 but man was it close yeah which one was that go ahead and just give it an honorable mention mario plus rabbits oh, kingdom Battle. man i knew i should oh, right so into that so good so war of the chosen came out this year we got mario plus rabbits in partnership with ubisoft and then this game comes out like a month ago and it's oh it's so bad i don't even care just stop so talking bad. anything Next. On, anything on the switch deserves a final fantasy <laughs> Uh, this one we're calling the No Man's Sky Award. It is our most disappointing game of 2017, and we were both Which, in 100% agreement on this. As as much as I love No Man's Sky, I do agree that it's one of the most disappointing games to have ever come out for hype. Well, it just didn't live up to what it said it was going to do, and, and I know that there are lots of games that do that, but this was one, No Man's Sky, that just really... I It, it, it touched a nerve with so many people that... that it is the most probably the most disappointing yeah. game that's ever released ever. I I just started playing it again last week. Of course you did. <laughs> Good God. Uh, and the award goes to Gran Turismo Sport. I don't think there's any question on in either of our minds that this was by far the most disappointing title we played. Now while they just, have made quality of life improvements to the game, for well, me it's too little, too late. I don't. I, I number one. I don't have time to go back to it. I'm, I'm playing too many other games, including Battlefront Two, uh, the Fractured Butthole, Skyrim VR. Uh, there's going to be more titles coming out in 2018, which is our next show uh, that we're what you know what we're looking forward to in the new year. I, I just I don't have time to go back through and and give this game its proper due. I had time set aside for it, and it disappointed me in such a huge way. That I, I just don't want to go back. It would, and it's a shame because I spent 80 bucks on a game that I was yeah. really looking forward to. So actually, I went back to this um, just a couple days ago, just just in preparation for, for the show. And some of the things I had mentioned previously, like it was going to add like a tournament cup mode and things like that, it hasn't hit the game yet. Or if it has, because of its boggled menu system, I can't find it. Uh, so there's your No Man's Sky Award. I, and again, and when it's unanimous, it's pr- probably there for a reason. So don't yeah. pick, don't don't pick up 
GT Sport. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about best actor. Now, look, we're bad gamers. We're all about the games. But when you play a game and the 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 acting is so good that you notice it, I, for me, that's where it's at. Because growing up, and again, I grew up in a different era than than a lot of the gamers did today. So I need I feel like I need to explain myself. Growing up, acting in a game was what was wasn't even thought of. It wasn't even secondary. It it was just it wasn't on the list of things that you cared about. Uh, mostly because there weren't a lot of games that had voice acting unless it was on PC. So your consoles didn't have it until much later on, until you know the that they implemented the the cd drive or so probably what playstation even yeah even thinking back on the old psx games uh most of them didn't have voice acting it wasn't really until playstation 2 yeah uh, they'd use the cd rom for for basically just better quality music and for better quality sound effects uh so it was you know the pc had it but it again it was few and far between now there was the sega sega cd that did use some voice acting but again it wasn't it wasn't even secondary it was it, yeah. it was just kind of we need we need this it's a gimmick so you know it was it wasn't until let my late teens early 20s where voice acting started to be a thing and even then it wasn't even secondary it may have been third or fourth on the list of things that game designers and publishers uh thought about when they when they made a game so we've come quite a way, and I think we talked about this in previous shows, where the voice acting and the acting just in general in these games has has just come light years, probably yep. in the last decade. So, you know, I think whenever you play a game, at least for me, and you notice the voice acting, like, you get blown away. Like, you notice the voice acting in a game like the South Park, The Fractured Buckle. But, yeah. you, but you notice it only because it, it's, like, it's like you're participating in a TV show. That, that you're familiar with and, and so you get a kick out of it and you're like wow you know this is this is really good I, you, it's an enjoyable experience whether or not the gameplay is good it becomes an enjoyable experience yeah game like horizon zero dawn where mm. the voice acting just mm. the acting in general is so mm. good that you notice it where, where you you you're in the middle of the game and you're playing you're like wow they did a really good job delivering these lines they did a really yeah. good job making you feel what the character feels. And it just adds that next layer into the immersion. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why the best actor, again, in a unanimous BGA uh, decision, it, it's Ashley Birch for Horizon Zero Dawn. God, I love Ashley, Ashley Birch. I, she is phenomenal. Amazing. Just an amazing actress uh, or actor, whatever. I, I, I don't want to offend anybody. What's, you know what? I don't care. What's the PC term? Don't, we don't know. I don't care. I don't care. She's an amazing actress. She does a great good. job. She 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 makes you feel what the character's going through in such a way uh, that that I I honestly you know I had no qualms giving this to her even though yeah. even though Janina Gravankar mm. did such a mm. great job in in yeah. Battlefront Two and 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 in the work that she did uh, outside the game on Jimmy Kimmel uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live where she you know she they had the little spot where they were trying to sell sell a game. Uh, you know, I, you have to give her props for that, too, because Ashley Birch didn't do a lot of that for Horizon Zero Dawn. But, I mean, when you think of Janina, you think, uh, at least for me, I think of The League. I think of Sleepy Hollow. So she comes to mind in, in other things other than just gaming, where Ashley Birch, I think, for me, is 100% gaming. 
I'm sure Janina comes in mind quite often for you, Crowley. You know what? I don't. I wasn't going to go there, and just the fact that you did. I mean, I'm just. I'm offended, sir. Offended. Do you deny it? Do you deny it? I said I was offended. I didn't say it was wrong. <laughs> no, I, I fell in love with Ash- Ashley Birch um, when I heard her do Tiny Tina from Borderlands series, and I've been a, a, a not devout follower, but I've been an avid fan. I'll say that. Um, of her ever since you know and i think it's great and again i look i'm not a pc guy I, i'm not a social justice warrior i think it's all crap I, I i don't get offended easily you know i think for me when i look at this and my honorable mention and my best actress or actor it, are, they're both women i think that that says a lot where we're at as a society and again yeah. I don't I don't want it forced on me. I don't want it. I don't want an agenda pushed on me. And I don't think either of these two actresses do that. I think that they are fully empowered women. Uh, and I think that's what the fem- feminist movement should be. And, and I, you know, I think they should get recognition for what they do and not because of the gender that they are. So congratulations to both of these women, because I'm sure they give two drops of monkey piss about what both of us think. I mean, Unless yeah. you know Janina and you're holding out on me, and then I might, I, I might, I might be a little upset with you, Garrick. I only know Janina through two other people. I hate you so much. So, so in a way, yes. I don't like you at all. Actually, no. Through one, one other person, I can I can tie it back through one other person. However, <laughs> Ashley Birch, I did get to meet a couple years ago, and she is super super cool. So it, it's time in the show where we're going to just, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do the top 10. We're going to do our top 10 games for 2017. Yeah. I was, I was just trying to find the drum roll on the sound. I I didn't know you wanted a drum roll. I'm sorry. No, that's all. I was just trying to find it. That's why I was like dragging it out. That's okay. Yeah. Cause if that sounds awkward, that's why. Sorry. Sorry. It's not your fault. No, it was me trying to just drag out the, shut up, Derek. What's your number ten on my list? Top ten games for 2017. <laughs> we're gonna st- starting from the bottom and then we'll get to the top. I think um, that wasn't that implied when you said number ten. I don't put it past people. Fair number enough. ten, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy remake right. on the PS4. God, this game was good, guys. And I did you ever play the original ones? No, up, I never played the originals growing uh, up. Because even so, I was too old. I was like, this is a, it's, I, I understand it's a video game, but this is for kids. So I, I grew up with the NES and the SNES, and I played Mario, and I never dug it. And then when I got my PlayStation 1, and I got to play freaking Crash Bandicoot, and that game was a challenge and a half. Man, does that hold a special place in my heart. Because those were some of the first triumphant moments I had in video gaming, where I actually beat a game that I was proud of having beat. And I have not beaten this game yet, but it's good. Uh, you haven't beat a lot of games this year. Yeah, pretty, mu- pretty much anything. Okay, so Every- everything on my list I haven't beaten. So, yeah, so I think we're running into a, a theme here with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, What's yours? Number 10 uh, for me, and hear me out here, folks. Hear me out, because this, this might rub some people the wrong way. They may call me a traitor. They may call me a sellout. What, it's Battlefront 2. Star Wars yep. Battlefront 2. Look, not only is everything about this game outside of the controversy so good, the story, the acting, the guy who plays Shriv is amazing. He yeah, actually liked Shriv one. Shriv is great. Yeah, he actually liked a, a couple of our uh, posts on Instagram. Um, 
so I thought that was kind of cool. Not only is everything about this game fantastic outside of the controversy, but like I've said a dozen times already this year, EA is now in a position to change for the better the gaming industry. So Star Wars Battlefront 2 could be that that fulcrum, that that point in history where things changed in the gaming industry. So I, I again, I think that they have a huge opportunity. I don't think they fully fleshed out how they are going to fix things and maybe they won't because number one, the game hasn't sold nearly as many copies as it should have. Uh, they had such bad press. Maybe EA is just going to quietly let this game die. I, I don't think they will. They're pushing this as one of those games as a service. I, and I don't know how they're going to do that. As they basically said, we're just going to keep releasing content for it. They can't come back now and say, we're not going to release content for I it. I mean, games as a service, AKA the loot box award. They're going to have it as a service by having that, that I don't loot box money. Maybe, but that beautiful loot box mo- money is going to look a lot different than it, than it did originally. And like I said, yeah. They go to like the injustice style of loot box where you're paying for an actual character and it's not a random, well, you might get this and you might get this, but you know, give me three bucks and you can play as Anakin. Give me five bucks. You could play as Jar Jar and just let him die as many times as you want. Oh my God. I would pay five bucks. For give that. me, no lie. give me $20 and you can play as tiny Anakin, uh, slave Anakin, and you can just let him die a plethora of times. Uh, I would pay $20 for that. Asajj, there's so there, there, there's so many characters within the Star Wars universe. They would be crazy not to go to that system. That's just my personal feeling. They want you know make sure that one's not more overpowered than the other. But again, they have this opportunity. So I think with uh, the opportunity coupled with just how good the actual game is, like it's it's my it's in my top ten. Well, it is. It so. is indeed. Number nine, Garrett. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, some people might notice a theme here. Half of the games on my list are PlayStation exclusive. Number nine, Persona 5 from Atlas Games. I'm a huge fan of RPGs in general, especially Japanese RPGs. And I think Persona 5 definitely takes the cake in terms of turn-based RPGs. I'm, so I'm going to be honest. You had me thinking about buying it. You really did. I thought about it. I was like, because isn't this the one where you can date a teacher or a... Or a, or a doctor or something. Yeah, yes, there's a bunch of different dating options. Yeah, I was. At, I was. The game is like a simulator. Yeah, I thought about it. I really did, but I thought better of it. And I actually, I, I went and bought uh, number three on my list. Which Maybe I will give you a copy for Christmas. We'll see. Oh, there. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Probably getting Christmas presents. Number nine for me, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So, so yeah, really good game, like really good game. And uh, it's like, like, you know, if you go back and you listen to the early shows, you can hear Bishop and I talk about how scary this was in VR. Like it was and it, too much gore. It was literally too much gore for me to take. I had to take the VR off and it wasn't because of locomotion. And it wasn't because I was getting sick. It was just like this. I just hacked a guy up with a chainsaw and, and there was so much blood. I just. I need to take this off and remember that this is a game. <laughs> and I didn't actually just dismember some dude with a chainsaw. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I, I got about an hour in with the VR and then I, I 
couldn't do anything else with with the VR. I, I had to take it off and just play regularly. Yeah, but again, that was my first experience with it. And when your wife in the game comes up, I I'll, I'll, I said it then. I'll say it now. I immediately in my mind, I immediately went, "Wow, VR is gonna be great for porn." <laughs> where where are those hentai games? No. <laughs> Give me the hentai VR. No, please don't. Uh, number eight. Number eight. I was just talking with Joe about this. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins. It has brought back the Assassin's Creed games to its glory, everyone. Like, if you are, are a fan or ever were a fan, you need to go pick up this new title. Please. Just please. Please. Give, give Ubisoft all your money. I don't disagree, and I will have <laughs> I will have more to say on that a little bit later. I think it's called foreshadowing. Yay! Yay! Foreshadowing. Uh, number eight for me is Throne of Lies. Look, this is an indie game. I talked about it last week. Like this is the first time where an indie game for me has really grabbed my attention and been like, wow, I, I love this game, and I really do. Tabletop comes to PC. Throne of Lies, convince you. It's all about either being a liar or being honest and convincing everyone around you. There's 15 other players you have to convince. Uh, and there are those that are good at the game and there are those that are bad at the game. And it's awesome. It is just so awesome. No headset. You don't really have to interact with anybody on a, on a vocal level. It's all typed out. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Those guys did such a good job with the 10 bucks on Steam. How could you not pick this up? Throne of Lies, everybody. Number eight on my top 10 list. Nice. Number seven, 2017. Garrick's top 10 games. Number seven is Divinity 2 Original Sin on the PC. This is a harken back to the glory days of Black Isle Studios with uh, Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter. Um, and freaking Icewind Dale. This is a, a tactic style kind of RPG, but it is heavy, 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 heavy into the actual role-playing part of the G. It is extremely nuanced when it comes to dialogue. It's actually co-op. You can, you can have two players playing together with it. It has a dungeon master mode, so you can make your own levels and modules. Um... As as far as RPG, I'm like this is a great year for RPGs in general. But if if you ever think back to those glory days and you're like, man, why don't they ever make any games like this anymore? This is it. Go get it. There you go. I don't think there's. I mean, that's a pretty ringing endorsement right there. <laughs> uh, number seven for me uh, is Cuphead. And look, I'm gonna be honest. I don't own an Xbox, uh, which is what this game is on, and I don't. I don't, I, I, I don't, I haven't, I didn't buy it. I don't own it on PC. Uh, but I have heard good things about this game. Nothing but good things about this game. The art style looks amazing, number one. Visually, it's stunning. It looks stunning. Whether or not it's in 4K, whether it's on the PC, or whether it's on, uh, on the Xbox, it looks amazing, number one. Number two, any game that gets a bad rap for being ableist or and racist when clearly... It's just, it's a video game, guys. I don't, just shut up. Shut up. It's going to make my top 10. If you label something offensive, I'm going to label, I'm going to immediately put it in my top 10 because it's not going to offend me. 
so so just to clarify, you haven't even played a second of this game. Nope, and, and that's why it's down at number seven. And it's <laughs> it's higher than Star Wars. It's higher than Resident Evil Seven. It's higher than Throne of Lies. Like, wow! It sold two million copies on just it look did. on on the Xbox and PC. So yeah, if this for a month. yeah if this ever gets ported to the PS4, watch out. This yeah, game. I will absolutely play this on PS4. I will play it on the PS Vita. I will play it on the Switch. I will play it in a house. I will play it with a mouse. <laughs> That's all I got. I, look, I'm just saying, two million copies. It's got to be in one of our top tens lists, and so I just threw it in mine when I saw it wasn't on yours. And yeah, for for an indie um, exclusive title, the two million is awesome. Congrats and, to those guys. And that's that's two indie games on my top ten list. Just just saying. Just saying. So far. So far. Uh, no, that's just two on they, my. They, <laughs> they don't, let, them, let them hang in suspense. Uh, okay, you could have done that. All right. Number six. Number six. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. If you ever played the original Wolfenstein, if you ever played Return to Castle Wolfenstein 3D, if you've ever liked punching Nazis in the face, you need to play Wolfenstein 2. What? You got something to say? No, I don't have anything to say. Nothing at all. I really don't. I just, I, I thought the timing, I thought the timing of the release of Wolfenstein 2 was. It was impeccable. And congrats for, to their marketing team. I would say fortuitous. It was. I, it, yes. Yeah. Like, I, look, I don't, I didn't buy into the Nazi uh, uh, name calling. I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I, I just. Yeah. I, it, it's it's disingenuous, uh, but I thought it was great marketing. They they got it out at the right time. What a coincidence, absolutely. And, and it it is a good game. It almost made my list, but I knew it would be on yours, so I was like, no. Oh. It's, yeah. it's a fantastic action game. It has stealth elements. It almost has these RPG elements where you get to choose like which upgrade you want to have. Um, and like just props to the entire team for making a game especially i, th I think you're right it is fortuitous uh timing on their part to have this game come out now one of the lead developers and kind of like pr persons had an interview and the interviewer asked them hey do you guys think that you're maybe going too far with the whole like punching zombies do you think like or punching Nazis, not zombies. I mean, same uh, thing. Same thing. <laughs> Do you guys think that that maybe you know you're offending the Nazis out there? I don't and care. The guy, the, yeah, exactly. That's what the guy says. Like, so what? They're effing Nazis, right? Like, like here's who the, cares? Right? They they burn they they gas Jews. They burn Jews. Like millions of people. Like they they tried to commit genocide on an entire race of people. They're Nazis. I don't care. Like, that's the dumbest question ever. <laughs> I just think it's funny that, that their PR person was asked that, and he was like, they're Nazis. What? Right. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, that's the dumbest question I've ever been asked. This interview's over. Like, seriously? Like, just get out. <laughs> Good times. Good times. For a guy that doesn't like uh, first-person shooters, I certainly do have a lot of them on my list. Number six, Farpoint VR. Oh, man. What a game. It's a good, good game. Good game. I don't, you know, it is a good game. Anything VR related, like it's look, you're going to notice that there's one console that is missing from my list and it was done for a, on purpose. Cause if you bought that console, you have wasted your money, not just an Xbox and Xbox. I can at least go, okay, 
there are some exclusives and if you don't have a pc that that can handle the graphics fine i can understand why you bought an xbox i i get it i think it's a poor investment choice you would have been uh a, a much wiser to get the ps4 pro but fine you have an xbox one i more power to you at least it's not a switch so no switch on my list far point whatever whatever go ahead number five far far point was excellent let me just say like I got to play a demo of Farpoint before VR, um, PSVR came out, and P- Farpoint is what sold me on getting VR for PlayStation. There you go. I love that game. Number five, Nier Automata, or Automata, as some people call it. I don't know what's correct. I don't know what's proper. I don't care. It's a fantastic game. It, in its first level... I call it Nair Automata. He does indeed. You say automata, I say automata, potato, potato. Other people say automata. <laughs> That's true. Like automata, um, p- is that like an automata pia? I'm done. Go it's ahead. It's an automata near. Yeah, I'm talking about it. <laughs> it's a, the, the first level alone just kind of just stole my heart. It switches between a bullet hell shooter and then it goes into a hack and slash game and then it turns into a platforming game and then it's a top down and i absolutely loved it but when all is said and done it's it's an rpg through and through and it has a beautiful storyline and it just kind of plays almost like a mystery it unravels the storyline the more and the more and the more you play through it so props to that team i loved the first near and they completely blew it out of the water with near two near two automata yes uh, number, What's yours? Number five. I, can't believe, I, I don't know if I can say it, Derek. Why, why is it so high on your list, then? Destiny 2. It's so good. It is so good. The story was compelling. The voice acting was so good. Oh, I can't. The, like, the actors that they got, they were bit, for me, they're big name actors. They're actors that I'm familiar with their bodies of work outside of video games. I didn't want to like the game and I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm not playing the Osiris thing. I, I'm not, I didn't, I just, I don't care. There's so many other games for me, but destiny two is a really good game. And if you're a first person, uh, you know, shooter guy, guess what? If you haven't played this, I don't know where you've been. Destiny two, number five. Okay, bro. That's all I got. Number, number four, Garrick. Number four is Neo from the makers of Ninja Gaiden. And then you just throw some Dark Souls, you know, formula on top. It's 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 a good challenging time. <laughs> it's a good challenging time. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I looked I at it. I I wasn't impressed. But... <laughs> I don't know about fun, but it's definitely yeah. challenging and, and to me I like to be challenged even even how bad I am. Um, like the first, not the tutorial section, but like the first area in Japan you're in and the first like main boss you fight, it's so hard. It's one of the hardest boss fights in the entire game. And if you can get past that, you're pretty much smooth sailing the rest of the game. But I just, I love the Japanese lore that's in it. I love all the demon they show you. 
I love the different weapons that you can use. I love the different stances you can have for each weapon. It just it gets complicated. It adds layers on top of each other, and it keeps adding more even 50-plus hours into the game. It's good. You should play it. It's good. Just play it. I, I, you know, I just don't have any time. No, it, I it's to, time. Yeah. Like, I got things to do, man. I got things to do. <laughs> uh, number four, Injustice 2. Man, this game is good, and I didn't think there would be a fighting game that I would enjoy. After I put countless hours into Mortal Kombat, countless hours into Tekken, countless hours into Soul Calibur, countless hours into to Street Fighter, I didn't. Th- I thought I was burned out. I thought I was done. But Injustice sucks me back in. Injustice 2, so good. The story is amazing. I love it. It's based on the uh, the the fallen heroes, the, uh, the 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 crisis. The there's the flashpoint. There's just so many. They they did a, such a good job taking these elements from different stories in the comics and bringing it to life in a video game, in a fighting game. Uh, the moves are great. The switching uh, of the of the uh, 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 battle scene uh, of the stage that you're in, where you can you, there's like different stages inside the stage i don't know uh, it's how to explain it but it's amazing it's fun as all get out I, I the graphics are amazing and it keeps you coming back for more with their with their multiplayer with their online with their scenarios with the, with all the stuff they've got going on on multiple earths uh it's just really good job uh injustice 2 if you like fighting games pick it up yeah them them adding the multiverse mode to have those kind of um daily and weekly challenges and loot that you can get from it i think they've definitely taken the fighting genre into a new direction and i wouldn't be surprised if we see the new tekken soul Calibur 6 that just got announced um street fighter kind of look into that almost games as a service style play where we can can kind of have a reason to keep going in every day, right? But and they don't sell you on anything other than more characters. If you want to uh, play, yeah. as, if you want to play as Dark Side, you're going to buy him. If you want to play yeah. as as uh, um, Sub Zero, you're going to buy him. If you want to play yeah. as you know whatever, you uh, want to play as Sub Zero. I don't. I dude. <laughs> here's the thing. Let me do. tell you. Let me tell you this story. <laughs> a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Chosen, is his uh, gamer tag. He and I used to play. This was back before you were even a gleam in your daddy's eye. We would play Mortal Kombat uh, just all the time. All the time. On, what was it, Sega Genesis, I think is what yeah. it was on. And, yep. and and I that's all I would play as is Sub-Zero. And I would do the one move repeatedly where I would ice the floor, and then I would ice him. And then I'd uppercut him, and it was rinse and repeat. And he couldn't do anything. Every once in a while... He'd play a scorpion and he'd get a get over here in on me, but it was yep. all, it was always fatality with me ripping his head uh, and his spine from his body. It was amazing, so, and I just I can't play Sub Zero anymore because that's ruined for me forever. So one of the first games, I mean, I absolutely love Scorpion. But one of the first games I ever played growing up was Mortal Kombat. I had a Sega Game Gear, and I had I think it was either Mortal Kombat Two or Mortal Kombat Three. In fact. I still have that Sega Game Gear. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have the game anymore, but man, I used to play Mortal Kombat all the time as like a three-year-old. Yeah, 
that's probably not a good thing. I don't. Where were your parents? I don't think. They, I don't they're think, the ones who bought me the game. I don't think. I don't think I'll give my three-year-old any kind of Mortal they, Kombat. They taught me how to do the get over here yeah. move. Yeah, I don't think I'll be teaching my kid how to get over here. It's just please uh, do. No, I'll wait. Cute. I'll wait till she's. I'll wait till she's fifteen or sixteen. I'll be like, hey, oh, well, okay. get over okay. here. Let's let let me let, let me <laughs> let me show you this fatality. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, I just I got burned out on Sub Zero and Mortal Kombat and all of them just in general. But there you go, number four, Injustice Two, number. Three, Garrick, top ten games, 2017. Number three, Destiny 2. I love Destiny 1. I think the year it came out, Destiny 1 would have been my number one game of that year. Um, Was that 2013, 2014? 20,000. 20,000. I'm a huge Bungie fan. I think they always have made quality games. I've never been a Halo fan. But I have been a Bungie fan. And Destiny 2, I think, definitely made a lot of improvements over the first one. I still haven't hopped in to check out the Osiris expansion that just came out. I got a little burnout of the game because I played a little too hardcore when it came out. But for the amount of fun I've had in the game so far and the amount of fun I know I'm going to have in the future, Destiny 2 absolutely deserves to be in my top three games of 2017. Yeah, I, it was I, it, first person shooter. I'm not that guy, but it, it is a really good game. And that's why it's in my top five. Uh, number three for me, you will enjoy this Assassin's Creed Origins. Hey. You sold me on this game. <laughs> like last week, you sold me on this game. So I went out, I purchased it. It is an amazing game. All the changes they've made. Uh, this really does reinvigorate the Assassin's Creed series. So I'm looking forward to really diving in and getting into this game. Uh, like I said, my parents are coming for Christmas. Uh, so I, I don't know how much time I'm actually going to get in this game in the next <laughs> few days. But I really I want to close out the year playing Assassin's Creed Origins uh, and, and, and uh, South Park Fractured Butthole along with some Battlefront. <laughs> along with some Battlefront 2 if I can get that in with some peeps. So got to assassinate the butthole. You do have to assassinate. Can you assassinate while inside a fractured butthole? I w- we will find out. Uh, number I think. Well, never mind. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Moving on. We did the whole stick in the butthole last week. I think I think they know which. I mean, if it's if it's already fractured, it has to have been assassinated. At some point, somebody hit it too hard with something. We'll just leave it at that. Number two uh, on Garrick's list of the top ten games of 2017. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, good lord! This show. I've lost all control of the show. I haven't said that line in a long time. In years, but I have lost all control of the show. Good uh, hit it too hard with something. <laughs> number two, probably it's it's tough. I think my number two and my number one are tied, but no, they're not. Don't say that. You take that back right now. I will there not. Had I will there edit. Had it. to be a winner. I will edit it out of the podcast. That is not true. Don't you say that. <laughs> So, number two is exclusive on the Nintendo Switch, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This game was phenomenal. I know I've mentioned it before. I've told you all about it. The open worldness, the free climbing. The The nostalgia. The nostalgia. It's, 
it doesn't even have that much nostalgia in it. It does because it's it's different. Link. It doesn't matter. Do you get to play as Link? Yes. Okay. Guess what? It's nostalgia. No, I, but it plays I nothing. Link. I love Link when I was the, a kid. This is this is another conversation for another day. But there's another game that is more closely tied to nostalgia. Link Between Worlds on 3DS. But <laughs> the Legend of the Breath of the Wild is a brand new breath, pun intended, of fresh air for the series. And I really think that Nintendo has outdone themselves on this. And I really kind of feel bad because now they kind of have to hold themselves to the standard. And they, but and they, they, won't, and they, they won't last. It won't last. It's a glorified Wii U. You have you have made a Wii U game number two on your top ten list of 2017. It is true, but the Switch is on track to surpass Wii U's lifetime sales. Well, I would hope so. Like, how many did it sell? Four. <laughs> I mean, I own one of those. No, it sold 13.5 million. Just, just, just north of that. Um, and the Wii U has already done 10 million, or I'm sorry, the Switch has done 10 million. So it's been on the market for nine months now. Three more months, and yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be 14. Million. All right, I'm cutting you off. We've talked way too much about a Nintendo Switch game. But the Nintendo Switch next, next Star Trek Two Bridge Crew VR. This highlights what VR is capable of, which is why it is my number two game of the year. Also, Star Trek greater than star wars uh um yes it's true oh it's damn true okay but maybe, no but not it's not start but this game is probably much better in my opinion than battlefront 2 this allows you to interact with up to three other players um and and control the bridge of a starship uh, it's absolutely amazing. It's breathtaking, breathtaking in VR, and they just released a non-VR patch. That's right, folks. What? If you don't have a VR unit, you can now play with those who do have a VR unit. So uh, that I think that's great. I mean, Ubisoft really outdid themselves with this game. Like I said, it highlights what VR should be. When you speak, your mouth moves. Your character's mouth moves in the game. You see other people's mouths move in the game. They just It is so much fun to play with a crew. Uh, they use IBM Watson uh, to, to do solo play now so that you can use voice command so you don't have to play with other people. That's they, cool. They just really outdid themselves with this game. And for $30, you, you really can't go wrong. You really can't. I, I honestly believe that if you have a VR unit and you haven't played this game, whether it's the Vive, whether it's whether it's the Oculus Rift, whether it's whether it's the PSVR, this game will show you the future of gaming. It's only five missions long. There are you can also do a Kobayashi Maru mission uh, where where you can get graded on it, and it's not just the like the tutorial of the game or the first mission of the game, but it's an actual separate mission where you can do that. And then there's the ongoing voyages mode, which will allow you hours and hours of fun with other people. It's really good, and I and I'll be honest, Star Trek fans are a lot easier to get along with than Star Wars fans, and I'll just leave it at that. Because <laughs> Star I've... Wars fans, man, they are rabid. Rabbit, and as well, they should be the passion about their IP, and I get that. Uh, uh, but uh, Star Trek uh, fans are really easygoing, they you know, 
And they're socialists. They want to live in a socialist utopia. Would you say Star Wars fans are Mario and Rabid? Eh? Eh? I really want to punch you in your face. Right? Too bad. Right in your face. Number one, Garrick's top 10 games of 2017. Number one. Once again, it- once again, this is a bad Gamers Anonymous. Full agreement, 100%. Number one, top 10 game, 2017. We both agree. This is it. If you haven't played this game, you've been living under a rock and you've done yourself a disservice. It is Garrick. What is it? It is unanimous. It is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, what a great game. It's so good. So I had to go back and and, and play it again and, and try to get into the new DLC. And playing it again and then going back into Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Zelda of Legend, and playing its new DLC pack, it's just Horizon is, is definitely... The best game of 2017 is, without a doubt, a phenomenal work of art. Not just a a great video game, but just a beautiful masterpiece of design. And anyone who doesn't have a PS4 is doing themselves a disservice in gaming. And they need to go play this game somehow. Even living vicariously through somebody else on YouTube or Twitch. Somehow experience this game. So that you can understand the majesty that is Horizon Zero Dawn. The majesty. <laughs> the pageantry. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I, I agree with everything that you that you just said. And I, I really think that this game, I, I wanna, I'm want to. i going to go down a rabbit hole, Garrett. We're going. We're, we're, go. going, we're going. Look, go. I, we, we talk about games as a service. I want to talk about games as an art form. And I know that that developers and and publishers and they always this is a work of art. This is our piece of art. You know, they don't want it censored. They don't want it. They don't want it watered down. They want you to take it for what it is. This is seriously, in my opinion, we talked and we touched on it just briefly with with Ashley Birch's uh, performance in this game. This is a work of art from from the way it looks to the mechanics of the game. To, to the game it's not look when you i'm just going to be honest here and and you can go back and listen to some of the some of the, the earlier episodes where, where i talked about this uh when horizon zero dawn was uh, game of the month early on uh in bad gamers anonymous this year i said when i play a female character i want them to look sexy i want i want them in scantily clad things this game you didn't need that it wasn't about and a lot of games try to use that as a enticement to get young boys, young men to play the game. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with it, but there was nothing about this game that was overtly sexual. In fact, I think they went out of their way to make it not that, which I appreciate. I, I don't, again, it was, it, it fit in the story because I've always had a problem when you're a scantily clad young woman in a game and you're running around killing things and getting hit by things whether they're arrows rocks swords spells whatever you're going to take some damage and if you're running around in the slave leia outfit guess what like you're going to die pretty quick but the slave leia outfit gives you plus seven to vitality okay look i hate dungeons and dragons <laughs> I, I, i'm not real fond of most people who play dungeons and dragons oh. do you play dungeons and dragons <clears throat> no. Ah, son of a. 
Okay, fine. I can tolerate most people who play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> no, well, okay, tangent, but I, I played Dungeons and Dragons way back in the day. I've always wanted to, but I never really got deep into it. I, like, I just, yeah, I can't sit there with a bunch of other people and be like, uh, you know, yeah. I rolled four. Uh, my my armor is plus four charm. So I, it just, I couldn't get into the whole Dungeon Master thing. Regardless, yeah. this game is a work of art, and it. it it's realistic in the fact that she's not running around scanty glass as much as I wanted to see uh, uh, her running I, around. I, I don't it, care too much about Aloy, but I would love to see Ashley Birch running around. Okay, you know, I think you've gone too far. I think you've gone too far. Jemina. We're so, like, seriously. Like, people are going to write in. Like, nobody ever writes in or calls. They're going to call now. They're going to complain about us being... being uh, Look, dude, we're going to be Harvey Weinsteins of the podcast universe because we... No! Just saying. Like, I, I don't care. I mean, they can label me whatever they want. It's just a label. And I I reject your label and insert my own. Um, Just, it, it is it is a work of art. Um, Play the game. If you haven't played it, play it. Because the replayability on it is amazing. The new DLC... Uh, it, and it does. When you have somebody who's played Breath of the Wild, and I hate even saying this, and and then immediately played Horizon Zero Dawn, and they say, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn's better, you should probably take their word for it. Especially from a guy who's played 80-some games this year and only beat one. Which wasn't Horizon Zero. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. You're such a bad gamer. Here's the re- I'm here. There's a reason you are the jelly to my peanut butter. Yay. Wait, what? I don't know. Are you the peanut butter? I forget. I, I thought I was the crunchy peanut butter. <sighs> Fine. You can be crunchy peanut butter. I'll be crunchy, not crusty. <sighs> I don't even know what to say to that. I was going to say, can I be the jelly? And I don't. I, you know what? It's dude. It's Christmas. We hope that you all have a great Christmas uh, with your friends and family. And thank you for spending some of it with us. Um, Thank you for spending this year with us. Uh, and, and uh, you know, you're kind of been on the ground floor of this without our listeners. Uh, won't go anywhere. And I'm sure I'll say more about that next week. With next week, we look forward to 2018 and the games that are coming out. Uh, I've already got my list uh, going. Garrick, how, how, how long is your list? For the ones I'm excited for? Yeah, for what we're looking forward to in 2018. I'm up to about eight. That's it? Yeah. I might be right about that. Because a lot of them are like, yeah, this this game says 2018, but I don't believe it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I We'll talk about that next week. Uh, that's Garrick. I'm Crowley for the Absentee Bishop. This is Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow us on Facebook at Bad Ga- uh, just uh, forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous. Twitter at Bad Gamers Anon. Instagram, Bad Gamers Anonymous. I'm Bad Gamer Crowley. That's Garrick DR. We're both on uh, Twitters at that. 319-804-9205. Tell us what you thought of the show. Email us, badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Crowley76, Garrick DR on the PlayStation. Uh, come play games with us. That's the show. We will possibly see you before the end of the year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, scrubs!